1: Already have, and you could make a few small changes to get yourself on that path to wellness. In my course, I'll show you how to detox each and every room of your house and create a healthy home environment. And welcome to the show everyone. I am so excited to have another guest with yet a, another powerful story. I've got with us Bridget Danner today. She is a licensed acupuncturist. She is a certified functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. She has run a busy, busy integrative medical clinic for over 10 years, and her personal story of having mold toxicity really kind of shifted the way she was looking at life and what her passion was. Today, she really focuses on educating people about toxins and how to detoxify with more of a functional healthcare approach. Um, You want to stay tuned because we're going to be talking a lot of different topics, Obviously, toxins and mold are one of them, but we're going to get into our personal story. We're going to hear about things like hormone imbalance and chemical detox and gut health and thyroid health. So, Bridget, I am so happy to have you here on the Toxin Terminator podcast. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Amy. I'm super excited to be here. You know, I recently found out we both uh, live in Arizona, me full time, you part time. So, I'm just so excited to have somebody here in the state. <laughs> I love it. I love when there's a there's a worldwide
1: web connection, and then not only that, but we know that hey, we're in the same geographical area, and we can absolutely get together. um I love that. And I I was just sharing with you off air that there's another person. Is you know, I know you're into a lot of biohacking tips. You know, any tool we can use to really give that body what it needs to perform at its optimal best. Um, and I we'll have to make that introduction with Donna when we get going and talk about some of her ideas. But let's start because a lot of us, the, the industry that we're in and what we do and what fires us up so much is because we've
2: got that personal story, right? Right, yeah. So I feel like there's like just a lot of like full circle synchronicity in my story. So as a child, I was very concerned about the environment and animal rights. I just was, you know, I was just sensitive. I think when you're a kid and you're hearing things on the news, you're like, oh my God, that seems bad. Right. Um, so, so from a young age, I was really interested. I was like donating to Greenpeace, like as a young child, um, writing like cosmetics companies, you know, now it's a lot different, but before they were all testing on animals and stuff. And, um, And so I I later, you know, felt I studied art in college and, you know, I wasn't exactly on that path. But as I was finishing college, I was like, I I just really feel like I'm off track. Like I want to be making a difference in the environment and, you know, what is the right thing to do. So kind of considered different options. I went into natural medicine. Uh, I was really making a lifestyle too with how I ate and so I studied Chinese medicine Mm -hmm. and I wanted my clinic to become like this education hub for the environment slash you know practicing acupuncture and stuff but I moved to Portland Oregon it's already probably one of the most advanced cities if not the most in the country for understanding environmental awareness and stuff so I didn't end up like Doing a lot of that at all because everybody was already doing it. Um, but then, you know, some years into my career, but although it really did happen slowly, I I was really sick and everything I was doing to to live right and eat right, it just like wasn't working. So mm-hmm. a big lesson I, I want people to hear is that, you know, if you are eating Whole Foods and going to bed on time and doing yoga and all the things you're supposed to be doing. you still just kind of feel like crap in whatever way that's manifesting for you. Uh, I say it's often toxins and there's so many different types of toxins that we can cover. It's, you know, it's not all from, you know, air freshener or whatever it's from all sorts of things. Um, But they just hold back your ability to make energy and function correctly. So in my case, I ended up having um, toxic mold in a home. I had been in like eight years by then and, I developed all the other co-infections and stuff by then that come with it. Mm-hmm. So I was really sick. You know, I had to, came to Arizona as, as like a retreat, ended up later moving here, selling my clinic, like it's a really, it's a really long road to recovery. Um, but it, it gave me the opportunity to shift my practice back into that environmental focus that I always wanted. And here in Phoenix, there's a lot less environmental awareness. (laughs) So I was like, huh, I guess the world still (laughs) needs this. Um, So it's been really fantastic to like feel, to just be immersed in this toxin space now. Absolutely. I like how you touched on when you were first
1: talking about you know, you were doing all the right things, you know, you were working out, you were going to sleep, right, you were eating the right things, um, yet you still weren't getting better. And I think that leads into that kind of functional medicine too, where, um, you know, we can test not guess and, you know, really find out what's happening inside that body. Because I think that happens to a lot of us. and, And I think that's where some people kind of give up maybe on the you know, I, Hey, listen, I tried your way and it didn't work for me. I still felt terrible or, um, you know, they're just not even willing to, you know, go in there because it seems like a lot of work. What talk to us about what steps you walked through to really identify that it was toxic mold, because I don't think people understand how much exposure is out there.
2: Yeah. And I'll back up a tiny bit. Cause some of the testing I did right before the mold, like when we found the mold, I was like, huh? Like, cause all the testing kind of links together. Yeah. So that, um, like that fall when I was really like hitting my low point point, I got strep throat, I wasn't recovering. I had run a Dutch hormone panel and I don't know if, if it was my first ever, it, it may have been, um, mm-hmm. cause I had just, finished my FDN course, I was just learning about the Dutch actually. So I I ran the Dutch, had it interpreted, and one thing they suggested was I had low thyroid function and to get a full thyroid panel. And I was like, uh oh. So I did that and I had thyroid antibodies. So it was another like, uh oh, and I'm still feeling horrible. I'm like exhausted. I'm detoxing, doing IVs, nothing's working. Um, so I was going to a naturopathic college for some treatment and they asked me about my home, Mm -hmm. kind of thinking about what was changing and new in my home. And that got us to test for mold. We used a mold inspector the first time. So if you own a home, that's an option. They, you know, they're going to be taking some samples Mm -hmm. for air and drywall, but they'll also Look for moisture and just ways that your home could be set up incorrectly, crawl spaces and that kind of thing. So if you're a homeowner, that can be, in some instances, a good place to start. So we did get, you know, that report back and of mold and some toxic species. This is really when, if you haven't already, you need to switch to a health practitioner. I add one because... um, Uh, mostly men, I'm going to say men, because it's mostly men in that space, uh, or in contractors, Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't know about health. So Mm -hmm. you can't rely on them to tell you the next best steps, right, even really for your home, because they won't know enough, quite enough for your health. Um, So yeah, we got that test. And then um, I actually did not test my body right away, which which I regret actually, but uh, we tested my partner cause he was trying to get a leave of absence from like a corporate job. So we're just kind of trying to save money and got him tested. He, he did have it. We also got a dust test for mm-hmm. mycotoxins, which is a test I really like and prefer to the army, which a lot of people get. Um, so we got that test and he got a urine test. So we had a few different types of testing in that time period, all positive, um, So, you know, we're just mostly doing the hard work of revamping our home, finding Mm -hmm. another place to be. Uh, It wasn't, it was like the darkest hour (laughs) pretty much. I was sick, sicker from making mistakes on remediating the home,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, you know, muscle twitches, suicidal ideation, like it got real bad, Mm. Um, displaced, you know, trying to work, you know small business owner so uh so you know but we made smart choices the hard choices I have to tell my clients to make now about Mm -hmm. like you can't just say oh well like of course obviously it's more convenient to stay in your home and like pretend it's nothing's wrong right but that's not gonna get you better right so you have to make some really hard choices there yeah and that's such
1: a tough one when it's when uh, um, the toxin is within the home and, and you've got to figure that out. I was just um, out in Virginia a couple weeks ago and I met a gentleman that is a chimney sweep and he said one of the biggest things they see when they're cleaning out chimneys is mold. He said probably 90 percent of the chimneys they clean out has has mold in it.
2: How interesting yeah, I don't know a lot of people with chimneys and fireplaces anymore so I hadn't <laughs> thought about that but that makes sense yeah. yeah which
1: you know is just another one of those areas is we think of mold coming in in those damp places well the chimney is you know you've got the hot but you're the not cold, using it much yeah right yeah he was collecting. he was also explaining to me how you know you've got that that cold hot and, you know, with each season, when, when the cold is up on the top and the hot is down below, all the air flows up. But when the cold becomes down at the bottom and the hot is up at the top, the airflow switches direction. So you've got all of that airflow coming inside the chimney, which is All that, not you know, the toxins with the mold and everything else that's then coming into your house. And he's like, This is, you know, things that happen in the springtime, and people think they've got allergies, but you might actually be experiencing, you know, you're breathing that stuff in if you've got a wood burning fireplace.
2: Interesting, yeah, just another example like, you gotta just keep, keep. digging and looking for, answers.
1: yeah, just all the different areas of exposure. It was just, wow. I didn't even put two and two together with that, um, yeah. you know, of, of exposure. So, so you, you, I know you said you lost the house, like it, it, so it was just too much within the, in the home that you had to move out
2: you know, when it was all said and done, we may have been able to move back in, but it was like, so traumatizing, you know, it's like dealing with this invisible poison. That's like, you can't seem to get rid of, you know, we carried it accidentally to our temporary home. You know, we had to get rid of all our, you know, couches, books, everything. I just don't feel like we, we were okay to move back in, although we did have it retested. I mean, the house was, you know, we spent 80 grand on the frigging house. Like, I hope it was pretty darn clean <laughs> by then. <laughs> oh, I uh, you know, so it, 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 I don't feel there was any risk to the new owner, but at that point we were just like, you were done. done. You yeah, were done. We didn't want to risk it.
1: What surprised you the most of, because you're talking about, you could, you, you took your couch, you know, and it was in your couch and uh, you know, what surprised you most at what? How has this got, to, uh, you know, mold in it?
2: Yeah, I mean, one of the misconceptions, and that's why I like the mycotoxin test more than like a spore test for your actual health, is the spores give off these gases, VOCs, which you're familiar with, which come right. from other sources, but also mold gives them out. Um, there's just all sorts of little nasty particles. That are invisible that it's giving out, and it really saturates, especially you know things that can be saturated like fabric and paper. But it can also go into little hiding places in your electronics. You know, I lost a brand new Mac desktop computer I had Mm -hmm. just bought, and I just could never recover that thing. I kept dragging it to the next home and spraying it with air, and it just. I couldn't. It just would make me sick every time I turned it on. So that's something I think people need to really realize. It's not as simple as moving or going in the sauna or whatever. You have to do those things, but you have to really be aware of that. So that's surprising. and We made some mistakes. Um, The length of time it takes to recover is a bummer, you know, unless you just we're lucky to move into a new place and realize and move out in three weeks, you're going to be probably quite sick. Uh, And it's, you know, I moved all the way here. This was probably, when did we move here? A year and maybe a year and a half after we found out about it or I got really sick and I thought, okay, now I'm going to be, you know, good to go. Right no, you know, it was in my body. I had all these co-infections and my hormones were tanked, you know? So that was hard that it was still, I was still sick. I'm certainly, I was better, like maybe 50% better, but 50% of really, really sick is still kind of lame. Yeah. I could exercise and stuff, but like, you know and even still you know this is why I just bought an oxygen chamber I was telling you about because you know my brain just doesn't have the endurance Mm -hmm. that I would like it to so I'm still just trying to learn and, and do things but yeah if you know you just have to keep at it and be patient and like feel your feelings and then move on. And um, it it does take a long time. So I'm very realistic about that with my clients as well. Because when you think, oh, I'm going to be done in three months or six months and you're not, that's very hard.
1: Right. I can just, you know, add, implement these practices into my daily life. And then, you know, all of a sudden I'm supposed to be healthy. I always tell people, you know, your body got into ill health over years, you know, years it took for you to get to the point where you're at where you actually paid attention to the signals your body was giving you. It it sometimes can take just as much time. There's some things that might turn around real quickly, but a lot of things take, you know, some time, don't you know? Don't isn't that but your experiences? Yeah,
2: things take time and you're right. And, and and it's often, you know, it's often why I mean it could be different ages, right? Even kids can get sick with mold, but like Often, when do we really collapse? Like midlife, right? You know, that's, that's kind of when, and then we're like, oh, I shouldn't have been like running around like that for 30 years. Maybe that was a mistake. Like that's, that, yeah. Then you've got some backtracking to do and you can't expect your body. even just the way our cells turn over, um, it takes time. Like if you have a, hel- a cell that's running at 30% capacity, then maybe in 90 days, you can create some cells running at 40% capacity. And then it just kind of slowly goes like that. You can't, you can't make a new body out of the body you've got now immediately. So yeah, that that's how it is. And but it's, you know, it's good work. And like, there's a lot that, you know, of good that comes out of it, you know, when you create these habits. Yeah health, you look at me and think she's way healthier than most people her age, just because like my habits mm-hmm. are so strong. So in some ways, I'm like, I'm the healthiest sick person or the sickest, healthiest part of it. like, <laughs> you can have both actually at the same time. Right. And then the stronger you get when it's all over, I think you're going to be quite strong.
1: Did you know that many of us have symptoms of toxin overload in our bodies, but we don't even know it? Signs of a toxic overload could be headaches, fatigue, insomnia, skin issues like acne and psoriasis, and hormonal imbalances, and the list just keeps on going. But the problem I had, and I'm sure many of you have had, is how can you know how well you're managing your toxic risk? That's why I've put together a free toxic risk assessment that will help you discover what products might be contributing to your toxic symptoms and what small changes you can make to detox and cleanse your health. After you take the assessment, you're going to get my free toxic free home shopping guide. This is the easy button for finding the right products to shop for. These are the products I've been using in my home and the products I give my stamp of approval on. Take your free assessment now at amycarlson.com to get on the path of detoxing and cleansing your health. Right. Well, and I think you touched on another thing too. You know, we get to that midlife. And I think as women... You know, there's several things, I think, factors uh, leading up to why this is, is when we finally take a look at things, is number one, we are so busy with our career, if if that's what we're doing, we're busy raising children. We're busy, you know, uh, in the community, we're so busy doing all the things that we're doing. And midlife is kind of the time when the kids are finally out of the house, you know, they're off to college or, or, you know, whatever that may be. And we're having a chance to kind of sit back and take that breath and go, wow, here's where I am in life, you know, right? Is, is, you know, and, you know, it, it, that's where it was for me. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to be sitting in a rocking chair. You know, I don't want to, I want to be active and full of energy and vitality. So what, what do I need to be doing here uh, to make a difference? Yeah. And I think, I think it's, it's, it's the season in life we get to, but it's also that looking into the future, like, oh my gosh, we're at midlife, you know, what, what's the yeah. rest going to look like?
2: Yeah, it's like what do they say if you're if you're in a plane and you're 1 degree off course in the beginning, you're going to end up somewhere completely different. So sometimes we're off course, and we just don't even realize it because we're just doing what everyone else is doing in the culture, and then yeah. we get to midlife and we're like how did I get here? Why do I feel ancient? And I'm like, 47. Like, how did this happen? And this is not what I want. Like you said, it's not what I want. So you have to, you know, unwind that. And luckily we have that choice. You know, I would drive me crazy when I was an acupuncturist and clients would be like, Oh, I'm just getting old. Like my knees are going bad. And I'm like, Mm. why are you accepting that? Why? Who told you that? Like, stop accepting that. Right. <laughs> I hear that. You know, just because Joe
1: has lower back pain and he's in his 50 doesn't mean that's going to happen for you, too. You know, just because, you know, my I have a family member that's like, oh, you're, you know, when you get older, you're on medication. I'm like, no, you don't have to be, dad. It <laughs> just says, so listen to the and podcast. Okay, here sometimes yeah. too. I'm, like, I'm like, like, no, you don't no. have to. That's just the way it is. And it's like, no, it's not just the way
2: it is. It doesn't. Yeah, have there's to so many be. things that we really do better by questioning, you know, yeah. and, and I'm just as guilty of sometimes not questioning. You know, I so overworked myself mm. um, during, you know, so many years of my life. And you know, didn't, I just made an Instagram post about this. So sometimes you just don't look at what's not working for you. You just press onward. Yeah. in um, so, you know, many areas of my life, but you know, you learn and sometimes you learn by getting sick. And yeah. I think often mold illness, even though it's hard, it's also just a wake up call to your mm-hmm. whole life and what you can change. And now I'm like in Arizona in a completely different, you know, career and life path. And, you know, I'm thrilled about it so in the end it can be fine
1: absolutely and you know and I think 2020 has shown us that too right true (laughs) you know it's like (laughs) holy buckets but it's it's I'm hearing two sides of the coin with 2020 I hear on the one side we have the people who have taken advantage of being locked down they've taken advantage and they've really gotten they they did not get the quarantine 15. They're working out, they're eating right because they're now eating at home. They're making all the right choices and they're, they're really evaluating, you know, what's important to me? What, what changes do I need to make? And were all those things that we were doing and on that calendar that important?
2: Totally. It's so amazing to reevaluate. And you're like, Yeah, like I was sharing, uh, we're both in Arizona, and this is the first summer I've pretty much staying put. Mm -hmm. And I was very upset about that. But now that (laughs) I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, you know, I I just adapt to my environment. It's not, you know, of course, that's what you do. And now the summer really doesn't seem you know, that bad, we bought kayaks, you know, mm. we got to go to Utah for a few days, at least like there's been little things. Yeah. Um, and then I just know, you know, to stay in just like you stay in when it's a snowstorm in the winter That's... in <laughs> Wisconsin. So yeah, you adapt and it's really beautiful. So yeah, I think 2020 has been a good, good eye opener for us. Absolutely. Well, let's let's shift gears here and let's talk
1: about habits. You know, you talked about having good habits and you had good habits while you were going through your illness. But let's share with our audience, you know, what do we do on a daily basis that really sets up that self-care that
2: sets us up for success with our health? Yeah, I love this because I think there's so much information already out there about like working out and eating right and cooking. Mm-hmm. But as we talked about, that's often not enough. So I'm a big fan of daily detox and supporting that. So sometimes right away I get pushed back. Like, why do you need to support detox? You're already doing that. Um Because we're exposed to a gazillion things that we weren't exposed to before. Plus, on top of that, we have stress and blue light and overstimulation. And then our food quality isn't what it used to be. Even if you eat organic, you know, Mm -hmm. I tested myself for glyphosate, which is the pesticide roundup, probably a couple years back now, I wouldn't, I couldn't believe my levels and Mm -hmm. I eat organic. So (laughs) um it's it's we're all exposed and yeah again our food quality isn't the same even when you're eating well you're probably eating some processed food and that kind of a thing so i firmly believe you're gonna be better when you support uh detox every day so part of that is foods that support the liver Mm -hmm. and some of those are ones you're already eating so foods that contain sulfur, uh, cruciferous vegetables. You definitely need protein for your liver. So you want clean sources of protein. Those are just like a few things you want to support your gut health with food too, because a lot of detoxification happens through the gut, right? You have to move your bile, you have to have bowel movements. Mm-hmm. So again, there's like foods for that. Getting tons of fiber is great. And sometimes people have been getting to a pretty restricted diet because of their health problems. So mm-hmm. slowly getting your diet to be more diverse. Again, eating lots of berries is really good. Um, you know, to eating the rainbow. So th- these are just some like basics to get us started on the conversation. Sure. Right. And then there's, yeah, there's lots of herbs or teas you can make that mm-hmm. are helpful for doing simple things like, um, yeah increasing bile like artichoke is what I've been studying green tea is fantastic mm. for like antioxidants for your mm-hmm. liver um uh, let's see and then like some practices I do and I try to encourage my clients like do at least one detox practice a day so you okay. can use your dry brush in the morning that's very mm-hmm. simple and it moves lymphs It also, Mm -hmm. you know, increases circulation. So I think it's good for your brain and your skin health. Mm -hmm. Um, You can use a sauna and you don't have to own one. Um, Mm -hmm. You can just go to your local chain gym. You know, you you don't need to spend a lot of money Mm -hmm. until if there's a day you want to buy a sauna. Fantastic. But you just start Mm -hmm. where you're at. Mm -hmm. You can do Epsom salt bath. That's Mm -hmm. a very affordable thing. that gives you some nutrients for your liver and detoxification. You can do some essential oils um, mm-hmm. like juniper is one I like or some of the citrus oils. Mm-hmm. I'm using a little bit of those. Um, you can do those also with a castor oil pack, which is a very easy thing to do. Castor oil uh, increases your levels of glutathione, which you need to handle all the oxidative damage from all the toxins so more toxins you have more glutathione you need but the more it's depleted all the time right from the presence so you pretty much constantly need to be increasing glutathione um, especially if you've been compromised like pretty severely by toxins another thing that increases glutathione is coffee enemas and I still do them about twice a week, I just really think they're beneficial. They're a big, like, mind jump for people to think about doing. <laughs> yes, <it> <laughs> um, <laughs> but once you've tried it a few times, it's like, oh. So I mostly say, hey, just just try it, you know, tr- challenge yourself to do it five times. If you just hate it, fine. But usually it's just a matter of, like, getting used and it's it's not gross or weird really once you're used to it so I do that believe it or not um let's see some like just doing lemon water is a super simple mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. um but if you want to up it a bit I have a little green juice recipe that's just cilantro you can do some sprouts some lemon a little honey just blend it and strain it so that's a really nice way to just all those greens are quite good for your liver. Cilantro is good. And just, it's just simple stuff like that. That takes you like three minutes in your routine. Um, it can give you a lot of energy actually in your day. And then you're just like giving that nice flesh to your liver and that nice support. So Those are just like a handful of my favorites. Yeah. I love that.
1: Um, And even just the simple things of drinking more water, you know, making sure that you're taking in enough water. There's some, you know, really simple things. I know we've got an infrared sauna um, at our Arizona home. We don't have ours here yet at the lake house. It's coming. Um, And I am a huge proponent of that because when we can get the body sweating, Um, you know, and expelling. So we're going to expel the toxins either through our urine, our stools and our sweat. Um, you know, or your breath too, actually. Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I love sauna. Are
1: there some toxins that I've, I've learned and understand that no matter what we do with like all of these tips, um, and specifically, I know heavy metals, they need something to bind to in order to be removed from the body. Are you familiar with this?
2: Yeah. So yeah, some heavy metals can be difficult, especially because of the type of tissue they've gotten into like Mm -hmm. bone. Um, You know, the body is sometimes trying to protect you from them. So they can be in bone, you know, it's kind of one theory that parasites can benefit us because they'll sort of eat them and house them. (laughs) It's kind of gross. Yeah, so you you don't want to also try to mobilize those too quickly because if you don't have the capacity to bind them and get rid of them, you can feel a lot worse, and then Mm -hmm. they're just ghosts somewhere else in inside your body. Um so you want to go slow. I mean heavy metals is one that I don't usually teach about casually because they're a big deal. So mm-hmm. one naturopath I was seeing um did some chelating agents mm-hmm. that were in the IV and I yeah it was way too much for me. I I would end up with like a 48 hour headache. I'd feel mm-hmm. miserable. So that was too much for me. So heavy metals I, you know, probably the best way to go is, is test first yeah. to see what you're really dealing with and then work with a practitioner who's going to guide you through it. And that may be doing some chelating agents, like we kind of talked about, hopefully a little more gentle than what I was experiencing <laughs> and then using a a binder. Right. So binders are generally supplements that chemically or physically can kind of grab toxins so that, they don't recirculate. We re-recycle our bile, which is where toxins are like kind of pushed right. out through. Right. So we don't want to recycle it. So fiber again gives a way for like fat and bile. Bile, you know, moves fats to move out. So just like eating apples, eating asparagus, all the things is really great. Um, and then you can do binders like charcoal, clays, fulvic mm-hmm. and humic acid. Usually away from meals because they'll also bind up a little nutrients. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are yeah, those are a great part of detox. Most folks don't know about which is maybe like next a little next level once you learn a little more. But they're usually quite safe. Yes, occasionally you can feel a little worse on them because they're not binding them in like a perfect capsule. They're still dragging them through your system. So occasionally my clients feel worse on them. I've never felt worse on a binder. I felt horribly worse on a chelator so we all have to find like our own combo
1: yeah and and
2: everybody is
1: different so let's talk about we've been talking a lot about uh, environmental toxins which you know both of us are that's our jam but let's talk about what we do you do on a on a daily basis or regular basis for your mental health to you know make sure that the toxins are out mentally
2: Oh, that's so great. Yeah, I just did an Instagram post on this this morning, which I don't usually talk about, but I do think it's important. Um, <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's you know, sad. one thing is like, I've like, let go of that overwork. You know, I don't try to do more in a day than my energy level has capacity for. And I'm mm-hmm. just totally okay with it. I mm-hmm. just totally listen to my body, um, which is frankly, like sometimes on, still only like five hours a day. Of work mm-hmm. that I can really put in. Um, but then like I'm functional <laughs> for the next day, you know, I'm not nice. wearing myself out. Uh, I definitely am a fan of movement and that can come in all sorts of forms, you know, now with COVID and the heat, I have a mini mm-hmm. trampoline, I have a jump rope, I have some weights. Uh, I'm really into music. I'm actually like I'm into listening to music and I've just started studying piano and voice. So that makes like a nice outlet for me for, you know, mental health. Um, you know, I have a son and like last night we went kayaking or we, you know, watch movies together. We do things. And that certainly feeds my soul. I have pets, I have dogs, you know, I'm walking and being outside with, I think being outdoors is, is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, no, no matter where you live, finding a way to be outside, um being with friends like keeping in touch with friends is a big Mm -hmm. part of my mental health um that community yeah yeah I have so many ways that I'm you know tapping into all that and I'm like so thankful that I found that because yeah I haven't always been the best at finding that balance
1: Yeah, I love I had a coach that talked to me because, you know, another word that I choose not to use anymore is balance because, you know, it's it's like this perpetual always, you know, always searching for that balance. And she said, look at it this way when we think of balance, it's, it's equal. You put that scale, right? So, you, you know, you're looking for your work life and your, and your personal life to be in this, this balance and balance means it's equal. And sometimes it's not equal, but it's not off. So why don't you look for harmony mm. in your life? And it was like, oh, just shifting the word, you know, from yeah. balance to harmony was huge
2: in accepting, you know, Wow, you know it is good right now. <laughs> yeah, or or it's a dynamic balance because I think probably the, what you're talking about is women have given we've given ourselves a guilt trip over oh. not being balanced or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like a couple of days ago, I was starting my period and it was like 114, and I just didn't have much energy. You know, I just couldn't mm-hmm. get. I wasn't very effective, and I just had to like keep reminding myself that's okay today. That's right. the day you're having. Right. Especially as a woman, you know, we go through more phases. Even when you're a menopausal woman, you're still going through more phases than men, men go through phases too, I'm sure, but I'm not quite the same. we talking as us. about them today. We're little, yeah. We're a little more delicate. I'm just honoring that, you know, I think that's so. Important, right?
1: I think that's so key to to hear you say listening to your body, understanding, um, you know, what is happening with yourself, and and really being in tune with how you feel, and then responding to that. Right? I have a yeah. friend who has um, a lot of autoimmune disorders, and and she she describes it as. I call it my spoons, you know, so at at the beginning of every day, maybe I start with five spoons. And so I have to decide, you know, what spoons am I going to give out, you know, today so that I can still have spoons left at the end of the day, you know, to do things like every activity that I do requires a spoon. Um, And I just like how she described how she feels on a daily basis to me so that I could understand. I think that was huge.
2: Yeah, that's so great. And, you know, I think even a person who's had chronic health issues or Mm -hmm. you're listening, you have now, you can still get stuff done. Just like your friend, you need to dole it out a little more carefully. And in the end, this is the irony, right? Like I ran a clinic and a busy clinic. I was there all the time. I was uh, most of the time seemed to be just scraping my eye financially, always worried about money, mm-hmm. you know, and now I work way less, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> way better schedule work from home. You know, I'm not like a millionaire, but I'm also like way more relaxed about money. Just in su- you know, it's like you don't have to force and struggle to get oh. there. So you can have this like grace and harmony, like you talked about. And, and actually, have better results than the, mm-hmm. the, the old you who is hustling, you know, and overworking. So, if you're if you're still kind of trying to let go of that yourself as you're listening, like, like think about the possibility that it actually could be way better when you slow it down.
1: Absolutely, and that that is so so key. And and if people could see your face, I know I don't know what clips they take out of here, but your face lit up when you were talking about the difference between how you felt when you were running the clinic to how it is today. Um, You know, when I do all the things that I do in my life today, and people ask me how how much time I work a week, I'm like 20 hours. 20 hours, yeah. you know, and yeah. and you get, and it's like, yes, I get all of this done because I'm very dedicated on the time that I spend. And I'm also very dedicated on having the time with my husband for me, for the kids, for the grandkids, you know, it just, right. it's that. That's
2: so perfect. It's That's harmony. well put. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to work that many hours. And I know every career is different, so I yep. don't to to feel bad if they're in a different, yeah. I, I know we we are in a good spot where we can you know work the Absolutely, kind of but yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And I think as humans, we're really not designed to be effectively working eight ten hours a day. Like if you are in an office, how many hours of those are you really right. effective right. versus trying to just stay awake with coffee or just mm. spacing out on Facebook because you're tired, you need a break. So. Yeah, I one of my friends was like, "Oh, I want to have lunch, but I know you're so busy." I'm like, "No, no, I'm not. I like design my life to not be that busy, so I can have lunch with you." Yeah, this Let's is like how, how, how it's set up. I so. like it
1: like this. Well, we're coming to the end of our time, um, Bridget. I want you to, you know, take the last couple minutes and just talk about. You know, is there anything that's on your heart that we haven't covered yet? For for starters, let's make sure that people know how to get a hold of you. So, you know, if you let us know how, what's our best ways to get a hold of you, and then I'm giving the floor to you to give us your final thoughts.
2: Oh, sure. Well, I guess, first of all, since we're kind of having this really lovely, heartfelt discussion, like whatever you're doing right now, you're doing great. So don't be hard on yourself. And if you want to try something new, just pursue what sounds interesting to you. So even when I was at my sickest, I wasn't studying mold eight hours a day. I would Mm -hmm. just be like, oh, this sounds cool. I'm going to see this new practitioner, try this new thing. So just just follow it in a really like light way. Mm -hmm. If you want to buy a new water filter, it's like now's the time you're (laughs) feeling that calling then go research that one thing, Mm -hmm. start, just start with like wherever you are and just just go at a pace. It's reasonable. Um, my main site is just my name, Bridget Can we you spell whole, it please? Oh, sure. Cause it's a little tricky. It's B R I D G I T D A N N E R. Um, yeah. And, um, we have a whole like page of freebies. It's really easy to find. One of them has that green drink I mentioned. Um, we've got one with like five easy tips to start like living a less toxic lifestyle we've got gut guides brain guides so whatever you want you know you can have something to get started you can like peruse the blog we have a lot of topics we've already covered so yeah we just like love to get to know people i'm on instagram too um bridget.danner and i love being on there and like sharing recipes and all just little fun stuff
1: absolutely That's I love that. I love your heart. Um, You know, you've got a lot of things that you're giving away to people. And I think that's key to just, you know, know that that we're here to help. Um, You know, we want to make a a difference and an impact in your life. Bridget, I'm so glad you came on the show, um, shared your amazing story. I'm so glad that you are on that turn and going upward, um, you know, from here um, on out, and that you've designed the life you choose to live today that's amazing well, thanks for
2: having me I knew we were going to have some things in common so I'm glad we connected and I'm going to interview you soon so it's really fun thanks to everyone who listened. you bet thank you
0: that's all for this episode of the toxin terminator and we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health